yes, this might seem like this is life or death, but so many humans have a hard time making the necessary steps of maybe getting out of a toxic relationship, maybe choosing to eat healthier because there's underneath it this feeling of unworthiness. Welcome to Manifestable. I am your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind you of your power and that you have the control to tap into your energy to achieve extraordinary things. I'm offering you, my listener, a free stress-reducing visualization. This is an easy listen to visualization that is guaranteed to reduce your stress so that you feel more calm, more peace, and instantly ready to take on the day. Go check out my Instagram and Facebook at the Danette May to stay updated with me on all things podcast and other inspirational things. And don't forget to share your favorite part of today's episode after listening. Hello, hon. How are you? I'm doing well, Danette. How are you today? Good. Are we saying your name today or not? Is this anonymous? Nope, we can say it. Okay, tell us your name. Stephanie White. Nice to have you on the podcast. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And I want to know what's your question? So in a nutshell, I am my husband's caregiver after he had a cardiac arrest and an anoxic brain injury. And I have this profound empathy for him, always have, and I feel like I'm not living as fully as I would like to live. I have this sense of caretaking, which is what is part of me forever, but I just want to know how we talked about manifesting and how do you manifest, how do I manifest that adventurous part of life, the travel, the exploring without the guilt of leaving him in the care of others? Because it's just a dignity piece for him, for me, in terms of him being with other people, other caregivers. Can I ask you a few questions about your situation? How long has he been in care and what does that care look like? So it's been two and a half years, almost three in January. And it is, he has, he was without oxygen for about 15 minutes. So it's kind of like dementia, a lot of short-term memory issues, a lot of the daily care in terms of ADLs and whatnot, he's independent, but he needs reminders and prompts and some guidance here and there. So it's, I can leave him alone for a few hours and my sister helps out a lot and my children, but in terms of doing the big trips, you know, I want to go overseas and I, and he's never been a traveler. So to have him travel now, it's too much. He, he couldn't do it. Yeah. So that's not on his bucket list to go somewhere. He doesn't necessarily want to do that. Have you have you talked to him about this desire that you have to see the world and to travel? Oh, absolutely. And what has he said? Before anoxic brain injury, he said he would go just to make me happy. But now post-injury, he hasn't, he'll say, well, go, go ahead. But then on the flip side, he'll say, well, you're leaving me. And so <laughs> it's, it's that push and pull. Yeah. So it, it, it truly is a, a deep sadness that I have for him. And I just feel I, I want to do it, but it's that 
step forward in really saying, okay, I'm going to make it so that I have some care for him at home. It's just, it makes me sad. Yeah. So it's not that you don't have the opportunity to find someone to help take care of him while you were to go like a a week away somewhere overseas and have an experience. It's not that. It's more your feeling of guilt and your feeling of who does that? Who leaves their husband in the care of other people and goes and has an amazing time eating gelato and traveling and and (laughs) laughing and spreading her wings and having a fabulous time? Yes. That's exactly right. Okay. It's my own guilt. It's your own guilt. And so for two years, you haven't gone anywhere that's been longer than a few hours. No. And you desire this. This is just in your nature from as as long as you can remember. Absolutely. I've always wanted to travel. We've done, you know, East Coast trips, but nothing He's, he has a lot of fear and now it's time. Yeah. Yes. And and that's okay. That's, this is his journey and this is also your journey. And I I sense that you're looking to me for almost permission. (laughs) You're almost (laughs) like going, if Danette (laughs) says it's okay, is it okay? And I, I honestly, I'm going to kind of use an analogy for a moment. I, 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 when I look at you and I look at these young moms, for example, like moms that have these little babies that are like younger than three, right? We feel this, some moms in particular feel this, like, I can't leave my child for more than a couple of hours in the care of somebody else, even though they have grandparents and family members that are like, I would love to spoil your child. I would love to spend time with them. I would love to take care of them. Go ahead and go on a trip, but they just can't do it because these children are young and they're vulnerable. And what kind of mother would leave their child for a week? You know, this is a very normal thing for a lot of us moms, right? It's, it's, It's very deep in our DNA. And I sense that this is playing out now that you're, you're older and you have a full grown man who now needs care. And what I would tell the mom, if this was her dream, it's not, it's, it's something that would create a lot of aliveness, a lot of, I always use this analogy of freedom and spreading wings. I I'm a big advocate for doing the thing that's going to make you feel alive. And I actually believe every soul whether they can articulate it or not on a very fundamental level, like every soul, even the ones with dementia, even the ones who maybe have anger or have gone through some difficult things and they don't seem very kind outwardly. I'm not saying that your husband, I'm talking about people in general that, that on a fundamental soul level, we want everyone to fly. We want people to do what lights them up. We want people to feel alive And I believe it. if we were in our highest selves, we'd passed on to the other side and we were looking back and rooting on our loved ones, we'd be like, go do that thing that makes you feel happy. Go do that thing that makes you feel alive. And I sense that's what you need someone to say to you is it's okay for you to go. It's okay if you have people that will love on him and take care of him for you to go and see a place in the world that it lights you up and excites you and you want to try the gelato and you want to get on the ferry and you want to have a good time. Your fun doesn't negate anything within him. Just like the abundance of someone doesn't take away and make someone more poverty, more have more poverty, right? We have to remember that 
the actually the more joy we can experience energetically, we send it out to those who we love. Oh my gosh, that's so helpful. That is perfect. Like yep, I, you yep. some few words alive, feeling yeah. alive. That's what I need. <laughs> and, and you're going to be a better caretaker. You're going to come back more patient. You're going to come back feeling alive. You'll have stories to tell and you will be a different, just like I would say to a mom, I'd be like, you're going to be even a better mom. If this is a dream, go do it and come back and share the stories. But you have to understand, even if you're thousands of miles away, and you're in complete bliss. The greatest thing you can do is be a thousand miles away and be in complete bliss because they're going to feel it. He's tied to you energetically. Your children are tied to you energetically. Live That's the bliss that he cannot live. Live the bliss that your child could feel at home. Don't go there and wonder and worry and stew and feel guilt because they'll mm-hmm. feel it. Like be in bliss and let it energetically pass down through the whole thread line of your children to him, to anyone in your sphere of influence. It's going to be transformational for everyone in witness. Truly. That is wonderful. Thank you. Honestly, I needed that. That is really so clear now. (laughs) Yes. And it makes so much sense. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear where you decide to go, when you decide to go and, and just be in so much gratitude. There's so many people that probably love him and would, will take great care of him and it'll be good for his soul as much as it'll be for theirs and yours. Thank you, Danette, so much. That really is so incredibly useful and helpful. Thank you. (laughs) Sending you all my love, honey. Thank you for your question. Thank you, Danette. Thank you. Take care. Hello, hon. I'm excited to have you on the show. Hi, Danette. I'm excited too. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. No, this is a lot of fun. We're just going to be really exact with your question. I'm going to answer from the best and highest part of myself to hopefully help you and anyone who's listening right now, because the thing is, none of our stories and our situations are our own. Others can learn and grow through through us. And so I like I literally applaud you for being vulnerable to ask the question you have and for the things that will come up from this time together. People are constantly asking me how I continue to look younger as I get older. <laughs> there are many tools that have kept me youthful, like superfoods, moving my body, hydration, belief, doing meditation. But a big one that I don't really talk about a lot is using non-toxic beauty products. I can't stress this enough. Imagine if you put toxicity on your skin, you are going to age quicker. And so many people are doing that in their face wash, in their skincare routine, which is just crazy to me. But this is why I love Anne-Marie Skincare, because their products are made safe certified, which means they are free of toxins, heavy metals, carcinogens pesticides, and other harmful chemicals. They are also completely cruelty-free and are constantly improving their products and methods to become more sustainable. So one of the things that I really like is their body oils, (laughs) their lotions, and their face serums. It's so luxurious and it feels so good on my skin and it smells amazing. And right now, Amaris Skincare is gifting the Manifestable podcast listeners 15% off your order site-wide when you use the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout. Go to annemarieskincare.com. So I'm going to spell Anne-Marie for you. A-N-N, 
Marie, M-A-R-I-E, skincare.com and use the code manifestable at checkout to receive 15% off your order. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, they have all sorts of yummy products. So go shop and see what you can find because I have a feeling you're going to love it. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay. Okay. What's your question? Okay. Well, just to give you a little history, which I think you probably already have, I'm 70 years old and I've been going through multiple surgeries, a spinal injury that kept me from walking for about a year. And I need to lose 100 pounds. I've already lost 100 through a bypass surgery. And I just kind of stalled out. I need to lose 40 of that to get a kidney transplant. So I thought my motivation was there. But I think right now I am self-sabotaging. I don't know why. I know I need to do this. But Every time I go to exercise, I change my mind, uh, go to eat the wrong things, that type of thing. All right, honey, we're going to get into this. All right. So just know that I'm going to go real with you. I owe it to you and everyone listening to be very real and to have a real conversation with you. Okay. Right. Because this, this doesn't have to do with will power. This doesn't have to do with motivation. This, my hunt, I want to ask you something. Do you feel you're worthy for this next chapter in your life? I guess I, sh- I, guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. I've, I've spent all my life taking care of others. My, my mother and my father, they both uh, died with very bad illnesses. And I just don't seem to take care of myself. So I want to, but I'm not sure that I'm there. Can we go there? Because you said, I asked you, do you feel worthy for this next chapter in your life? Because this next chapter in your life, if you choose it, is one with a new kidney, with more vibrant health, one where you get to be seen, and that can feel scary, one where you have possibly new friends, a new way of being, and that can feel scary, right, at times? Right, right. I think that's the case, yeah. You feel a little scared. Yes. So can, can we unpack this for a minute? Because everyone listening right now, and I love it that it's 111 on my end right now. Everyone listening right now, you know, I think so many people would be listening and be like, oh my gosh, like you have to do this. Like you, you may not survive if you don't take these necessary steps and they're rooting for you and they can't see why you wouldn't make these necessary steps. And I want to say to every human that it, it doesn't, yes, this might seem like this is life or death, but so many humans have a hard time making the necessary steps of maybe getting out of a toxic relationship, maybe choosing to eat healthier because there's underneath it, this feeling of unworthiness. And until we really get to the feeling of unworthiness and where, where is this coming from? And am I worthy? And am I going to be able to live with me shining because so many, so many of us are like, I I take care of everyone else so that I don't have to shine. I take care of everyone else so that they can go fly and they can be good and I'll just stay back here. And now if you're the one being taken care of and you're the one who's going to be healthy and you're the one who has these gifts given to you like a kidney, oh no, this is not the paradigm I'm used to. What does this mean? What does this mean? You know, so I'm not sure 
and we'll try together if I can unpack this fully for you. But I want you to close your eyes for a minute, if you're willing, and anyone listening who has this unworthiness, which we all go through, every single one of us. So close your eyes, and I want you to, if you don't mind, the first memory you can think of where maybe you felt there was a feeling of unworthiness that was bestowed upon you or that you took on. I think right through to my childhood, we were always told that, you know, children should be seen and not speaking. And we were punished for, you know, things that, simple things that we did that probably today would never get punished for. So I think that feeling of unworthiness started right from my childhood. Yeah. So what did you do as a child? I'm sure there was a moment because you seem like a very spry, bright, (laughs) kind of mischievous, fun woman that maybe there was a moment when you were using your voice, a moment when you were maybe laughing or speaking loud or being exuberant. And did you get in trouble? Right. We did. We did. And it seemed like this continued on even into my business life. I sold real estate for years and I was always feeling like somebody was looking at me to put me down for what I was doing and don't speak up for yourself because, you know, they're just going to do it again, put you down, put you down. So you just kept putting yourself down. You're just trying to fit in with what is around the world. You tried to keep yourself in the box in the container as a child and that probably translated as a teen and then into your careers is like, whoa, if I get too good or if I get too anything, I'm not going to fit in with what people are wanting me to be. And yeah, this, this starts to lay on this feeling because what happens is we deny us, we deny ourselves. And this feeling of unworthiness is like a small little package with more and more wrapping paper around it. So I want to, I want to invite you that if you get invited at some point to unravel some trauma. And I call it trauma because it's a disturbance, but it's somewhat of a trauma when, when we're told as a child or we're yelled at or we're in trouble for being us. It creates basically this response in our bodies that affects everything in our lives. And so if anything comes in your way around where you get to look at that and heal that, I say you say yes because I feel that you would just need a few sessions and you would start to go, oh my gosh, I'm, it's more easier to just choose better foods. It just feels easier to go exercise because you're not bumping against the exercise. You're not bumping against the healing food. You're bumping against the idea that I'm unworthy. Okay. I'm unworthy. And I, I invite you and, and maybe, you know what, I, I'm getting spirit to tell me something right now. So we're going to go over a little bit. Can I just take you through a quick meditation? Sure. Yeah. And everyone listening, go ahead and close your eyes. And I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, honey, and just get relaxed. If you're leaning in it, if you're sitting in a chair, lean against it, get comfortable. And I invite everyone to just remove any distractions right now. And to just listen to my voice and just have a moment, a moment to connect with the truest, purest essence of who you are. And don't be afraid. I'm just going to count you down into deep sense of relaxation to hopefully show you and remind you of who you truly, truly are at the deepest, most fundamental core level. 
So as you breathe in and you exhale, I want you to see the number three, three times in your mind's eye. Good, go ahead and inhale in again, knowing that you're completely safe, you have nowhere to go. Just listen to my voice. And as you exhale out, see the number two, three times in your mind's eye. Taking another deep breath in, see if you can fill up your breath with your body with just a little bit more oxygen. See if it'll go past your chest, down into your belly. And as you exhale out, I want you to see the number one, three times in your mind's eye. Good, it's this simple. You're now at a deeper level of mind and a place where we can really feel a sense of peace, a place where we could possibly rewire any disturbances or any stories or beliefs that were placed inside the different various parts of your body. Go ahead and I'm gonna count down from 10 to one, allowing you to relax even more. Hearing my voice, if you hear any other sounds, it allows you to relax even deeper, 10, nine, feeling yourself relax even deeper behind your neck, feeling your shoulders go away from your ears, feeling your belly start to relax, your hips, your legs, all the way down to your feet. Eight, seven, feeling yourself sink in deeper into the chair. Six, Five, feeling yourself, feeling yourself just dropping into even more deeper relaxation. Four, three, two, knowing you are completely safe. One, you are now in a deeper level of mind. And here we're going to have you in your mind's eye, slightly tilt your eyeballs up behind your eyelids at a 45 degree angle and see in front of you a mirror, a pretend mirror. Go ahead and just notice this mirror. Does it have an edge around it? Is it a certain color? Does the edging have any detail? Just in your mind's eye, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just notice any mirror if you can find one and just notice any detail to that mirror. And as you walk closer to that mirror, you're going to see yourself in it. And we're gonna do a quick scan of yourself in that mirror. Whatever story you have as you look back, we're going to scan over that story and we're just gonna take an inventory of where any misperceptions, not enoughness, maybe too loud, someone yelled, the feeling of staying inside of a box, we're gonna just watch it receive some light as you scan over your body. And I want you to get down to the space by your ribs for a moment. We're just gonna go there for a moment. This is where a lot of emotion is stored is between that space between your ribs all the way down to the space below your belly button. I'm just gonna allow yourself to send some love to that space. Imagine you have a pet or a baby or something that you love so easily. I want you to take that feeling and I want you to place it in that space. Really think about that thing that's so easy for you to love, that feeling, because you are 
capable of giving so much love. Actually, all that love that you have inside of you almost scares you. It's so intense when you actually love. You even quieted your love. But here you don't have to. Go ahead and just place it in that space. Filling it up. Knowing that it's perfect, no matter what color, if you see nothing, you feel nothing, it doesn't matter. We're filling it up right now. Go ahead and take a deep breath in and exhaling out. I'm gonna count you out one to five, knowing everything is perfect in this moment. One, two, three. When we get to number five, you're gonna open your eyes. You're gonna feel better than you have felt. You're gonna feel more energetic. Four, five, your eyes are awake. You're feeling more energy. You're feeling better than before. Feel better. I feel more relaxed. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that is. There's nowhere to go, honey. There's nothing to become. It's literally knowing that you are loved just because you exist. Okay. And this isn't going to happen overnight. I'm going to invite you. I'm going to send you a follow-up email to a retreat that I do, I'm do. i doing in Costa Rica. We literally have three spots left. I don't know if you've heard of it. Did you already hear of it? No, I did hear something about it, but I'm physically not able to travel, so I don't know how I would get there. <laughs> what is something that would excite you more than anything right now? Well, we're headed to South Carolina in the next couple of days, and that's exciting me because the weather there is better. It's going to be a milder winter. Maybe I can get out and do more. I think that was what's exciting me right now. Okay. I want you to hold on to that excitement for right now. You now have this meditation you can come back to. I want you to try to do this type of meditation every day. Okay. And just trust that you don't have to become anything. You don't have to get more motivation. We just got to return you back to the true essence of this wonderful, powerful. I can tell you are fun, that you are someone who has so much life to bring so much joy, so much wisdom, so much knowledge. And it's just reminding you of that and the rest will fall into place. Okay. All right. Remembering that, hearing my words, if you need to hear it every day, because I'm not going to just speak it. I believe it. I see it. I know what I see. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. I hope today on the podcast, you received the nugget you need to expand in your life. We're not alone in our questions. We're not alone in this journey. None of us are truly on an island. We are all connected through our stories, our heartbreak, our joy, our questions. So I thank these guests for coming on and asking vulnerable questions because not only does it help them, but it helps all of us who are tuning in and listening so that we can get clarity in our lives of the best 
right next move for ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in and let me know, maybe share on social media. What was your takeaway? What was that nugget that you received in your life? Is it around manifesting? Is it around spreading your wings and having more freedom? Is it that your bliss translates to your children having more bliss? What was that takeaway? I am super curious and I love hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you soon. And remember, you are worthy. You always have been. 